What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Nathan Crankfield, the founder and regular host of the Seeking Excellence podcast. If you thought that Morgan Wallen's new album was the best thing to hit your ears in 2021, boy, do I have a surprise for you, because today you're in for a special treat. My dear, dear friend, Josie Coleman, is going to be guest hosting today's podcast. And so this is something that I talked about if you listen to the What's to Come podcast that I did a couple weeks ago, What's to Come in 2021. I talked about how we're going to have some guest hosts coming up. So this is an episode solely done by Josie. If you've not heard our podcast together, I highly recommend you go listen to it. Should Christians Be Winners uh, that we did a little while back. And it was a great episode, got a lot of listens. And so we wanted to to give Josie, you know, the chance to record by herself here. And she's going to be doing this regularly for us now. So uh, very, very stoked to share this message by Josie with you today. And so today's episode is about the suffocating soul. You know, so many times I think we live in a world that's so filled with anxiety, depression, you know, all these worries and, and people just sometimes you can feel like your soul is suffering. Sometimes your soul's hungry. And so Josie's going to talk through ways that we can go and remedy that, how we can fix that, how we can help that. Right. So uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I've listened to it already. It's a, it's a great, great episode and very excited to, to share it with you. So before we get started here, I'm going to just read you a little bit about Josie's life, uh, so you can know more about her if you did not catch our episode together. And so Josie Coleman is a native Florida girl, born and raised with a heart for Jesus, people, and sports. She graduated from the University of Florida with a degree in public relations in May 2018, where she competed on the women's tennis team for four years and won a national championship. Post-grad, Josie played professional tennis, worked at the University of Notre Dame, and ran her own online ministry called Beautiful Depths before she accepted her current role as co-director of discipleship and evangelization at Holy Family Catholic Church in Jacksonville, Florida. Josie is also pursuing a master's degree in theology through the Augustine Institute and strives to live a truly abundant life by pursuing practical holiness and inviting others to do the same. So a couple other things here that I really admire about Josie is uh, she did have her own podcast, her own um, podcast, ministry, blog, all the stuff. They were doing a lot of great stuff, social media outreach, um, and she's, uh, she's now, uh, joined our team. They, they prayerfully discerned to, to, um, stop doing their ministry, at least for the time being. And so her and her team have beautiful depths. And so it's been great to have her on our team on the blog team. And now she's going to be on the podcast team as well, obviously. And then, uh, she, she's an incredible athlete, incredible person, very intelligent. Um, but also just, and, you know, super deep in her faith. And I think that I, I love having Josie with us because, she embodies a seeking excellence mindset, our philosophy, as good as anybody else. You know, she runs with the best of them when it comes to seeking excellence. So very excited to share it with you today, and uh, I hope you enjoy. You were never out of the fight. You were created for a time such as this. You are now preparing to be sent into battle. God is calling you to be his disciple, to be formed in virtue and holiness. He has appointed you as an ambassador of his kingdom, to go and represent him to his people. And he's enlisted you as a soldier of Christ, to be sent out to fight for the good in this world. You are not made to make excuses. 
time for you to take extreme ownership for your life, for all of your life. It's time to rise up and finally be the man or woman you were created to be. Follow God. Lead others. And never surrender. It is time to begin seeking excellence. Hey y'all, Josie Kuhlman here, and I will be your guest host today on the podcast. Um, I'm super stoked. Nathan um, reached out and asked me to be a guest host on the podcast occasionally. Um, and I was super excited because I, I actually used to have my own podcast in ministry called Beautiful Depths. Shameless plug. You, you should still check, a, check, check our stuff out. Um, but I actually had to end it, um, the podcast, a couple months ago. So thanks to Nathan for giving me the opportunity to get back behind the mic and chat it up with you awesome people. Um, I love to talk. And yeah, this is great. I've never done a solo episode before, though. So I kind of feel like I'm talking to myself right now. So this should be a fun 20, 30 minutes. We'll see how long it goes. So um, no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, but anyways, I think it's a topic that's kind of been on my heart a lot in the last year um, that I felt called to share with you all today is uh, practical holiness and how to prioritize that in our own lives. Um, because I think a lot of times we talk about like, oh, like, yeah, growing in holiness and like, you know, spending time with the Lord and making time for prayer and receiving the sacraments and all those fun things. Um, but how do we make that practical in our everyday lives? Um, and yeah, when we're living in the world and all of that. Um, so I think it's, it's really, really important, you know, seeking excellence has those seven pillars, one of them being the spiritual. And, um, I would argue that's the most important because, um, like, yeah, that's, that's how we get to heaven is focusing on that, that spiritual component. So we need to be challenging ourselves in that way and, um, uh, prioritizing prayer in our everyday lives. Um, so today I want to talk specifically about, um, personal prayer and how to prioritize that um, in our everyday lives. Because obviously, um, if you look at the news or the world or anything going on, there's just, there's a lot of chaos, right? Um, I mean, there's always a lot of chaos, but I feel like the last year it's like even more um, and you can go nuts if you watch the news every day, which is why I don't. I try to live in a bubble and it's probably not good, but um, <laughs> no, seriously, it's, it's, if you let, if you let yourself consume too much of what's going on, like you could, you could go crazy and you can let it steal your peace. Um, but regardless of what's going on exteriorly, we as Christians um, need to, need to take advantage of, um, a prayer because that's where we find our interior peace is not through busying our lives, but by quieting our hearts and spending time with the Lord each and every day. Um, so especially in this time of turmoil of, um, just a lot of chaos and noise, um, we have to really root ourselves in prayer and in our relationship with the Lord if we want to find that interior peace, regardless of external circumstances. Um, 
So I want to read you a couple couple quotes for, um, from from some of my favorite people um, about about prayer and specifically about the power of silence in our lives. Um, so Mother Teresa, one of my favorites, she says, "We need to find God." And he cannot be found in noise and restlessness. God is a friend of silence. Okay. And then um, Cardinal Seurat actually is a great African uh, cardinal who wrote this book that I highly recommend. It's called The Power of Silence. Um, he also kind of emphasizes what Mother Teresa says in he, he writes, unless silence dwells in man and unless solitude is a state in which he allows himself to be shaped, the creature is deprived of God. Like, can you let that sink in? Unless we quiet our hearts, unless silence dwells in man, we are deprived of God. Like that, that, that blows my mind, right? Because, um, yeah, like how often are we truly entering into silence and why is it so important? Why are we deprived of God if we don't make time for silence? Well, Cardinal Seurat in his book, um, emphasizes that heaven is silence. Heaven, um, we will be with Jesus and totally possessed by God. Um, and we won't be able to say a single word because we'll just be in complete contemplation and adoration of him. Like, I think it's hard to even wrap our minds around that, but which is why we have to enter into that space of contemplation, adoration, and intimacy with Christ here on earth. If we want to understand the language of heaven, you know, if heaven is our dream and our goal, like if that's where we want to go after we die, then we better start prepping our hearts now by entering into silence. Right. So, um, yeah. And I think we all maybe, I hope by now we all understand this need, this need for silence. Um, but you know, how, how do we make time for that in our own lives? And what does that look like in our own lives? Um, you know, I, I recently got really convicted by my spiritual director. So she, um, I was meeting with her and she's like, you know, like, what's your prayer life like? And, you know, typical question, right? Check it in. I'm like, Oh, like, you know, I thought I was doing really well. I was like, you know, well, like I go to daily mass pretty much every day. And, um, you know, but the days I like can't make it all, do a holy hour or do a holy half hour, um, and spend, you know, intentional time with Jesus. And she was like, Oh, that's, that's good. But like, um, question like, so the days you don't go to daily mass, um, or the days you do go to daily mass, you're saying you don't spend like silent time with Jesus. And I was like, no, I usually do like one or the other. <laughs> and she goes, I'll never forget it. Cause I was like, so convicted. Um, she was like, Josie, the Eucharist is like our spiritual food, which I'm receiving at, at mass. Prayer is like our air, our spiritual air. We can't live without it. So you need that every single day. Like not, I'm not just talking about like, oh, talking to the Lord throughout the day or whatever, but intentional, quiet time, quality time with the Lord, where it's just you and him you're sharing your heart and listening to him. 
when she told me this, I was just so convicted because I was like, shoot, I thought I was doing a pretty good job. You know, like I talk to Jesus every day. I'm receiving the sacraments like blah, blah, blah. But that's why, you know, we always need people to push us in our interior life um, because or we always got places to work. We always can do better. Um, so hopefully this is this this episode will challenge you like like my spiritual director challenged me um, a couple months ago. So after I met, after I, you know, I met with her and she was sharing all of this, I um, made a change in my, my daily life. Um, So I made sure that I blocked 30 minutes a day after that to sit in silence. Um, And I can do that. And everybody's going to be different. It's going to look different. Like some people might not be able to spend 30 minutes, which is fine. And I'll get to more of the practical stuff later. Um, But I think the the important thing is that I made started making time for it every single day. Like for me, I am big Google Calendar gal. I live and die by my GCal. <laughs> um, so I literally would schedule a 30 minute block a day of um, just like Jesus time. Like that's what I would label it. And I work at a church, so it's super easy and convenient to pop in um, in front of the blessed sacrament and spend time with Jesus. Um, But it's funny because as I started, um, you know, having this personal prayer time with the Lord, I started noticing like the time when it was most fruitful, right? So I'm a morning person and I realized that like spending my quality time with the Lord later in the day was not as beneficial as like when I first got up in the morning. So it's, it's funny because the last month I, um, kind of discerned, I felt like God was calling me to like rearrange my schedule. Um, I have kind of the luxury with my job to be in charge of my, my schedule and stuff. Um, so rearrange my schedule so I could have, um, like my morning prayer time, for an hour, first thing I get up in the morning, um, I can have my Jesus time with my coffee in my PJs in my in my prayer space. It's it's my my quality time with Jesus, um, and it's been so beautiful to just like have that intimate time with the Lord, um, just me and Him. Um, and I'm so like passionate about it now that like I want to share it with everyone, which is why I'm devoting my entire first guest hosting, um, podcast on seeking excellence to this, because I think it's so important. And how are we prioritizing this personal prayer time, this quality time with Jesus silence every day in our lives? Like we have to schedule it in. We have to make it a priority. Um, you know, so many people I think want to deepen their prayer lives, but don't know how, right? We say we want to grow in holiness or we say we want to get to know the Lord better, but we don't know how. Um, and if that's you, like if you're, if you're at a stumbling block, say, you know, you're receiving the sacraments regularly, or, um, you know, you're, you have like good habits, like maybe praying the rosary, reading scripture, like all of that, like very good, um, things, but unless we're spending truly like intimate time with the Lord, like getting to know him and, um, like sharing our hearts with him, like, how are we supposed to grow closer to him? Um, so I don't know. I, I guess I just want to kind of emphasize, um, like this, obviously this personal prayer time, but then clarify, like, 
what exactly I mean by that. Um, because that can mean a lot of things. Um, so when I say like personal prayer time, I mean time with complete incomplete silence with the Lord. So this is a time you set aside every day for intimacy with a heart to heart conversation with the Lord. You know, this is not a time for formulas. This is not a time to pray your rosary or read, um, you know, spiritual readings or, um, you know, inter intercessory prayer. It's beautiful. Awesome. Like you should do it, but like, this isn't the space for that. This personal prayer time is your quality time with Jesus. Um, it's for you to be completely vulnerable, um, with him. And, I think, you know, this will be different. This will look different for everyone. Um, I'm just kind of sharing, you know, what my personal prayer time looks like and what I would suggest, you know, and at first, like I, especially if this is something new to you, if you're not great with silence, um, like usually it starts with, okay, you, you enter into that space, but then you're just like, have so many things on your mind and you're just like, I need to unload. So you do. Um, that's what I do. I'm just like, Jesus, like, here's all my stuff. You know what? Like this is what's on my heart but, and do with it what you want. But he wants to know that stuff. Okay. Y'all like he wants our mess. Um, so it's okay to like, when we enter this personal prayer time to first, just like unload everything that's on our hearts. Like that's good. That's what Christ wants. Um, especially cause like he he wants to know what's going on in our hearts. And if there's things going on, we got to let it out. Um, but then after we do that, like not just like leaving, because I think a lot of people like their dialogue with Jesus is so one-sided. Like, it's just, here's all my stuff, like fix it instead of like, okay, Lord, like here's, here's what's going on, like all of that. And then listening, and this is the hardest part about prayer because we don't hear audible voices from the Lord. At least I don't. I mean, if you do, <laughs> props to you and the Lord's giving you more graces than I. Um, but yes, yeah, send some of those my way. <laughs> um, but no, for real, like we don't, we don't hear his voice like so, so clearly like we would another, um, like a another friend next to us, right? So what does listening to the Lord look like? And honestly, this is something like, I don't even know a lot of times, but for me, um, it looks at, it looks like just like simply gazing at Jesus. Um, so if I'm in a church, like I love being in front of a tabernacle cause I'll just look at him and, um, just, just gaze at him. Honestly, try to clear my mind of thoughts and just let him fill me up. Sometimes I'll go to scripture and, um, maybe read the daily readings or read something. Um, cause scripture truly is the word of God. So every time we encounter, encounter scripture, we're encountering Christ and, and what he wants to say to us. So, you know, using this time to, to this listening time in, personal prayer to, um, yeah, hear God's voice. And sometimes, you know, when I do pick up scripture, I'll see something that jumps out and really comforts me or encourages me or challenges me. It makes me think in a different way. Um, and all of that. So I think, I think it's really important though, that, um, that after we speak, we listen, you know, we can't, we, it, it's a dialogue, right. And we have to learn 
how to have a dialogue, a conversation with the Lord. Um, and that only happens when we, when we quiet our hearts, when we, when we learn to sit in that silence. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a lot, right? <laughs> um, prioritizing prayer, that silence, like what that looks like. Uh, but I guess like, I just want to really stress like how to practically prioritize holiness now. So we understand like, you know, why silence is necessary, right? Um, if silence is the language of heaven, we need, we, we can't know God unless we dwell in silence. Um, and then what does that look like? Well, it's, it means personal prayer time every day. It's creating that space for an intimate dialogue with the Lord where you can just have quality time, just you and him. Okay. So moving on to how do we, how do we prioritize this in our everyday lives? So a couple tips that I would say, um, that have been he really helpful for me. Um, and I think just starting out or wherever you are on your faith journey, you can kind of tailor these to your own needs. Uh, but first I would say just determining how much time you want to spend in silence a day. Right. Um, and I want you, you gotta be realistic y'all. Like you can't be like, Oh, I'm going to spend a holy hour every day. If you're a, you know, you're a mom or a, a dad and you're working an eight to five job and it's probably not realistic, you know, maybe then it's like, Oh, 10 minutes a day. Um, so be realistic on what you can actually spend every day. Um, and you can always work your way up, especially if you're new to it. Like 30 minutes of silence can sound really intimidating. So just start with 10 minutes if, if this is new to you. Um, so after like determining how much time you want to spend, um, the next thing I'd say is just to set aside a time every single day that you're going to devote to this, whether it's, you know, first thing when you get up in the morning, you have your prayer time. That's like I said, that's what I do um, that I really like, or maybe it is before bed. Um, or if you go to daily mass, um, you're able to get there 10 minutes earlier, stay 10 minutes later, um, whatever it is, like I would suggest like making it the same time every day if you can, so you can develop that routine and that habit. Um, and if you're, if you're a Google calendar person like me, like seriously, put it in your Google calendar. It's super helpful. And then it's like a date with Jesus. Um, that's the way I like to think about it. Like, it's like, Oh, I have like my quality time with Jesus at this time every day. And like, you know, it holds you accountable. Right. Um, and that's also another good thing, like have a friend to hold you accountable and you hold them accountable side note, but, um, that's super helpful too. So um, so yeah, so determine how much time you want to spend, set aside that time every single day. Um, and then the third thing I'd say is just like, have a plan for your time in silence. Um, or cause like, if you don't have a plan, like going in, uh, you're going to be like me and use like the silence to like mentally plan your next meeting or your next meal or, you know, what you're going to do later or like the trip you want to take five years from now, <laughs> like literally my mind will go 
anywhere but the Lord if I let it, you know? Um, so, so be intentional is my point. Like if you're meeting a friend, you're, you're going to give them your undivided attention. Like you're not gonna, um, you know, be on your phone when you're with your friend. Right. And the same is true with your quality time with Jesus. Now, granted, like distractions are going to come. Yes. But when they come, like if you start thinking about your next meeting or what you're doing later, invite Jesus into those thoughts, you know, um, just like you would, like if you're with a friend and you have to look something up on your phone, you would probably share what you're looking up with them, like share what you're thinking about with Jesus and be like, Oh, Jesus, like I'm thinking about this. Like, you know, do you want to help me figure this out? And then, you know, move on or, you know, just invite him in like you would any other friend. Um, cause he just wants to know you and be with you in, for you to be vulnerable and share his, your heart with you. Like that is the goal of this personal prayer time. So just keep that in mind. Um, so what was I saying? Um, sorry, I get on tangents sometimes and can go, but I think, no. Okay. Yep. I got it. Being intentional <laughs> with your prayer time, um, even with the distractions. So have a plan like, okay, you're going to go in um, and you're going to spend the first part, just like sharing your heart and then, you know, sitting in silence, listening to the Lord, maybe you want to, um, yeah, I think that's a good start. Um, and then the next thing I would say, the next tip is just discover how you communicate with the Lord and, um, and how he communicates with you. And what I mean by that is like, all of us have different ways that we express ourselves. Um, for me, I best express myself on paper. Um, I love letter writing. I love journaling. I'm a big writer. Um, that's yeah, that's, pretty much what I love to do. That's why I started my own blog. That's why I met Nathan because I write and he writes and it's great. Um, and now I'm here and yeah, anyways. Um, but my point is that like, whatever's easiest for you to share your heart with Jesus, use that as an avenue, um, to share your heart with him. So yeah, whether it is journaling, um, or talking out loud or in your head or, Maybe it's through through music um, and and whatnot, or maybe it's through I know um, I know like the Hallow app is huge, right? So so using that to kind of guide your meditation might be helpful for you. Uh, like whatever it is, like figuring out how you communicate best with the Lord and how you dialogue best with Him, how you enter into conversation best, um, and that this might be trial and error. Like you know, try journaling for a week try just talking to him for a week, you know, and see, see kind of what clicks for you. Um, and then I would also say that it's important to, in addition to like learning how you communicate best with the Lord is figuring out like what space, um, is best for you, how well, that facilitates that conversation best. Um, and I don't, it doesn't, this doesn't need to be like so formulaic. Obviously you can spend quality time with Jesus anywhere. Um, I'm just talking about to develop habit and routine. Um, like, I think it's really important to have like a prayer space in your home. Like I know I do. I, I, in my room, I have a comfy chair and an image of Jesus next to that. I use the divine mercy image. I light a candle, um, grab my coffee and my PJs and have my Jesus time. Like that is, that's my, that's my prayer space. Right. 
Um, but then, you know, maybe you like going to the church and praying, or maybe you find the Lord in nature and want to go outside on your porch and um, have your time with Jesus there. Um, there's no wrong way to pray. There's no wrong way to create space for the Lord. Um, but it's just important to make it somewhere where you're just comfortable with being yourself with Jesus, because this is not supposed to be um, like yeah, super formulaic or structured or whatever, but just you and the Lord. So, um, however, yeah, however best that you communicate with him and create that space for him. Um, and then last but not least, be consistent, uh, with, with this personal prayer time, right? Like you're not going to hear the voice of God all the time or even every day, um, or instantly like, a lot of times you won't hear a thing. Um, and that's okay. Like guys, honestly, like most of the time I hear nothing, <laughs> you know, but it's okay. It's about showing up. It's about developing habit, but everything we talk about on seeking excellence is about that discipline and that habit built up in all of the pillars and all the seven pillars, but especially in our prayer lives in our relationship with the Lord. Like we're not going to be feeling good every day, but we have to show up. We have to give ourselves to the Lord because he's giving up. He's giving himself completely to us every single day. Every time you look at a cross, he's pouring himself out completely for you. The least you can do is spend 10 minutes of intimate time with him, sharing your heart with him, you know? Um, and so I think just, just reminding yourself that like, it's okay not to feel anything as long as we're, we're showing up to our prayer time every day, making time for silence to, to have intimate dialogue with the Lord to enter into that conversation so that we can truly live heaven on earth by entering into that heavenly communion, that heavenly silence that we're created for. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, how to prioritize practical holiness, how to prioritize silence in our lives. So, um, just to recap, I think it's important first to determine how much time you want to spend every day. Secondly, set a time, a specific time and put it in your Google calendar. Um, thirdly, have a plan for your time in silence. Um, so you're, you rid your mind of distractions. Um, fourth, uh, try different things, how you communicate best with the Lord journal, talk to him, um, use hallow, whatever it may be. Um, Fifth, like figure out, like have a, have a prayer space where you go to talk to Jesus. And then lastly, just don't, don't give up, um, keep going and keep pursuing him and all will be well. Um, that's all I got for you guys this week. Uh, if you have any follow-up questions or want to reach out and, you know, have a conversation about it, feel free to reach me. Um, and yeah.